welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. I'm here with Rhonda and we are ready to have another exciting conversation today about confidence. And confidence is one of those words, it's one of those things that kind of feels elusive, to be honest. It feels like it's something out there that you're always working towards that you never fully actually step into. Like, and, and what's so interesting about the word confidence is that also um, it can appear like someone has a lot of confidence and maybe they have confidence in some things or can give off a very confident image, but really also have some things that they really don't feel confident about all navigating at the exact same time. So confidence is kind of a layered, um, a layered, I don't, I don't even know what it is. Is it a quality? A quality, I guess. I guess it would be a quality. Uh, is a, it? A, a layered <laughs> quality that yeah, we, you know, yeah, and, 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 yeah. and we have a, a, a layered relationship with it in our lives. I was listening to this podcast recently and it was talking about the science behind confidence. And I thought this was like sort of an interesting pivot to begin this conversation from. And what the podcast was talking about is that Confidence is not actually a feeling, it's an action. And the action of confidence actually has to do with the willingness to try. And I started to think this through and realize, you know what, there is some truth to this. So like confidence is not something you just arrive at about anything ever, it's not. It's the willingness to try something new and practice that thing and practice that thing until you feel confident about it, until you step into. So it's not so much a feeling as it is an action, a practice. Practicing confidence is practicing whatever it is that you need to practice, trying whatever it is again and again and again, and especially when you're not good at it, trying again and again and again and being willing to try at something in order to gain confidence or to have confidence in that particular skill or ability or quality or whatever, whatever it is that you want to have confidence in. And so I thought that was an interesting definition, something I had never really heard before described kind of in that way. And I thought we could have a conversation about that today. I feel like that is a beautiful way of articulating confidence, especially if we're talking about this season, how many things, Laura, you and I have had to step out new in and people will say, oh, you look so confident. And inside we've talked about this. We're like, if only you knew (laughs) we're like the ducks looking so calm, but our little feet underwater are like, ah, like all that's going on in the mind and the emotions and the sleepless nights as you're thinking through so much. But in front of people, you just look like, oh, you look like this doesn't even bother you. You've got this. This is exactly, I think, what you're talking about. It's not a feeling, but it's an ability and an actual, uh, what's the word I'm going to say? Like, you're willing to take the step to try something totally new because over so many years you've done it and you've just kind of practiced that, but you, every single time, feel completely out of your element and insecure about it. So it's a weird thing because you look so confident and you're taking a very confident step, but yet you feel so insecure. So those both and are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if I just asked you this based on this definition, (laughs) if I just straight up asked you, like, are you a confident person? Well, how would you, how would you just answer that question if you were just really honest? Like, are you a confident person? I would say no. Okay. Interesting. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. Okay. I feel like I would have like a house 
certain parts of my rooms I would feel very, very confident okay. in. Okay. And other areas I would feel insecure in. And usually the way God goes is into the <laughs> insecure rooms. Right. But I would say it's, I think I have a bit of both. Yes. Depends what you're asking me that I'm confident in. Okay. Okay. And then let me, so. Does that help? Yeah. No, for sure. Okay. For sure. First so, how about you? <laughs> you're not doing this. You we're, like it? I'm going to ping pong here. I know how this goes. So how about for you? I'm going to get at keeping all of the conversations on you. Robin. And I just cut this. Uh, thank you. Thank you. How, would you say uh, you're a confident person? Um, I definitely think that I... Oh, I know it's actually a bit of a hard question to answer. Do I feel like a confident person? Do I feel like a confident person? I'd say yes with a like with with some insecurity under that. So, mm-hmm. okay, so the, mm-hmm. so I'll I'll explain my I'll explain my answer. I I feel like I and this is, would be in just an general sense this is definitely similar to you not in every single way all the time in every situation I there are definitely situations I don't feel confident I don't really even enjoy those kinds of situations you know for example like if you had me walk into a room of people that I do not know I I don't love that like I don't love like working a room with small talk and like and a room of people like I really don't know nor will ever have a relationship with nor will you know like that kind of a thing I, I don't I wouldn't feel look confident I wouldn't feel confident I don't like that even though I am an extrovert and I like people I like to have purpose to the relationship so if I'm walking into a room of people that I want to have a relationship with or I want to get to know then I can come across very confident because I'm I'm very interested and I guess as per this definition, I'm going to really try. I'm really going to put an effort into seeing people, acknowledging people, getting to know people, right? So in that way, I would seem confident. If you put me in like a situation where, you know, just a few months ago, I did a trip to Europe and traveled with my family. And so in that situation, I'm very planned, very prepared. I come across very confident, very decisive because and that does, that's not really that hard, right? So in, in that kind of situation, it seems like I always know what I want to do and I'm very confident about it. And mm-hmm. like my my family, the people I travel with, just, like how can, like they, it comes across as confidence. Like how can you be so decisive? How do you just, and I, like I'm not really afraid of anything. I'm not really afraid to try something or to go a place I've never been before or to discover something. Like I'm not really ever afraid. I just try it and if it doesn't work, okay, that's okay too. And keep going so in that definition I would say like yes but again similar to you not in every situation every single time and there are other things that I do feel like moderately confident about but it is because I've actually really 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 practiced Mm -hmm. like I've really really put a lot of the trying part I've really practiced a lot at some things that I feel confident about now uh, but really only because I've really put the time in. Mm-hmm. So I can say that there's some confidence there. But it is it is a little bit of a complicated I I question. Know. It is. It's so neat because at, at like I know we keep saying at this stage, but it's really nice. Like it's nice that to be at this stage where you have history behind you enough to say, well, I've really grown in these areas or I don't feel insecure if you put me in that situation. Like or, if, if you need to lead worship this Sunday, no. 
Yeah. I Are you confident? Very confident. Like extremely. Yeah. Right? Exactly. If you have had a lot, a lot of practice. Or yeah, leading a team. Even if it's something I don't know, but leading something for taking charge, walking people through things. Even if it's not something I know what, like I'm confident. I don't know what I'm doing in that experience, but I can lead a team through it and help administrate things. I can help bring Learn some Learn as you go yeah. and just, yeah. I feel very confident in that. I feel really, really confident too if opposite as you in a small room i first when i was in a business, room of strangers you bu- love i was in it all the I time hate i that. loved it i'd walk in i'd be like sweet like who do i find <laughs> making conversation going like i love all of that planning exactly special family gatherings where you're doing big dinners and my family was like how do you know how to put it all together how to feed i'm like i know how to order the meal to come out when to put things in the oven when it'll be our kids, it, you just know all these things I don't think about, but there are still every single part of my life is not confident. And that is not bad. No. But there are some that have to do with disposition, experience, or even just my own makeup right. that just make me not want to do something or feel really insecure or it's so new right. that I haven't had or I've had some training in it, but I'm not quite at the place where I've crossed over to be like, yeah, it's, I'm feeling confident yet. I have those areas too that I'm growing in, really growing in, Absolutely. like preaching. Uh, for example, am I where I was? No. Like when I first started, I'd be like, oh my goodness, Jesus, come before Sunday, please. <laughs> May the rapture come. I don't want to preach. I'm so scared. You know, like you'd be <laughs> like, oh my ever. goodness. But there's then- anything you don't want to do, just pray the rapture comes before that day. How do you know you were raised in the 70s? <laughs> <laughs> is that you go to the rapture the first. <laughs> but really, but now it's like I have an anticipation, excitement to say, oh, I get to preach and to grow here. But am I confident? No, I'm still very much where I'm still growing and training, but I'm not where I was. So there's beautiful spaces that I'm in that I still get really, you have all the butterflies and get really nervous, but you're not where you're like, oh, you're kind of in that place of like, I'm, I'm anticipating the growth from this, how I can, and what an honor, like you're in that neat space. So anyone listening, just be encouraged. What you see, there's lots of things under the, under the surface, but I think it's really good. Even you asking, what are you confident in? How often I don't even think about that. I think about all the things I'm not confident in. Which once I, again, I, which I found so interesting. So when I asked you the question, yeah. your first answer was no. Yeah. Then you pivoted to yes. Yes. So you said no, but then you pivoted over to the is things. Is this you a were Canadian confident. thing? What is but this? No, but I gave an insecure yes. Okay. I gave like my first answer was an insecure yes. I was like yes ish so laura we are right. confident isn't it interesting though isn't that very I very know. fascinating this says a lot That's, about our our makeup yeah, too yeah yeah it does we go to yeah. like where we're falling short yes. or not enough yes. or don't want to brag on something or feel like that sounds proud to be like oh i'm confident yeah. yeah but actually there are many things i'm very confident about so you know what laura this has been a podcast awakening <laughs> moment for both of us no. to say we are confident in a lot of things Thank you, Jesus, of yeah. where we've come and yeah. the history we have. And that's with experience but also, and I, trying. Yes. And I think it's actually so good that, that we're acknowledging that we're not confident in everything because yeah. I think what that actually means is that we're still growing. Yeah. And we're still trying. We're actually still trying And we're not new playing things. safe. We're not just playing safe. I love that. Yeah. Look at us. Let's high five. We're high five. If you're listening to somebody high five. else. Yes. If you're listening to somebody else, you need to high five that you can embrace <laughs> the things you're confident about, but also yeah. embrace that you're not confident about some things 
but willing to keep trying and keep growing and keep practicing those so things. What an interesting thing. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of things that we have practiced over our life that we have tried and either maybe like decided, no, I'm not going to keep doing that. <laughs> That's not going to be some, something I'm going to develop or yes, and and have really developed in that area. Like I, you mentioned one earlier about preaching and public speaking and like, you know, that kind of thing. And I think for me, that was a massive, massive one. Like I remember one of the first times I gave a public message um, and it was like way, way back in my 20s. Um, like that kind of had a little bit higher stakes. Like I was invited to speak at a conference and I wasn't an established speaker by any way, like not, not a lot of experience. And I remember preparing my talk and I did a lot of practicing. Like I, I practiced this talk. I pretty much had it memorized. Like I knew it inside and out and I was proud of the talk. I liked it. I, I felt like I'd put the right amount of work into it and I felt confident to deliver it but I because of my lack of experience but I still had a willingness to try my lack of experience I didn't craft my ending at all so I went through the whole message it was good there was people you know people seemed to be with me there was like it was funny it was engaging and then I got to the end and I forgot i I, my lack of experience, I didn't know how to land the plane. I didn't know how to end <laughs> it. Oh, so no. I literally just ended it by saying, the end. <laughs> and I walked <laughs> off the stage. No, I didn't Lord, know. I came to so the end. Awesome. You actually said out loud, the end. I did. I said, yeah, that, <laughs> I, I'm done. I think I said, I'm done. I said, I'm done. I said, I'm done at the end. I, I, I went through the whole thing. So and much. I remember, I can actually still remember it. Like it just happened. Like I remember... Like as I'm rounding down, coming to my kind of last end of the message, my last paragraph, and I'm thinking as I'm going through it, I'm thinking, how do I end? Like I, I'm coming to the end, but I didn't really have an end. I just, I just, it was like a <laughs> mic drop. It was like done, like nothing. I had nothing. I didn't I have like ever heard this story. I love I had that. no clues. Like I don't even think I had a prayer. I had nothing. Like I just ended the whole, what I had written and I got there and then I was like, I'm done. And I walked <laughs> off the stage. That's actually so amazing. It was that so, is so amazing. And then, of course, at the end, once I was done, I was like, oh, that was so embarrassing. And I couldn't actually get over anything else with the talk except that I ended it like that. So, I mean, there you go. Look at you today. And I still got back on the stage oh, after that. Bravo. I still did it again. That was my... Oh. So, yeah, like humble beginnings. But yeah. I remember even the, the first time when I hosted, like the first few times hosting at church. Oh my goodness. Like my voice was quivering, like held my breath. So you're out of breath the oh, whole time, you know, like yeah. you're really constricting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like just so uncomfortable, like so uncomfortable, but man, still doing it and like pushing through the embarrassment of like flubbing over your words. And it's, it's humiliating. Like well, it's I humiliating. Think we, we've when actually you coined start. this, like embracing the sucky start. Yes, we've actually coined that in that in this way. We've said it numerous times because it's true. It's really hard to suck at something. It's one thing to do it and be like, okay, it was okay. But when you like bomb, you're like, that's it. It's over. But honestly, it's part of it. Like sometimes you just got to get through that and it'd be like, okay, that did not work. But it's okay. You you go through it though. Yeah, you relive that. 
So that would be a major area where like there's been a lot of practice over Mm. many, many years. Mm. Like now I can walk into you know, like a, a hosting or a preaching environment. And do I still feel nervous? Sometimes, sometimes, depending on what it is, depending on the audience, depending on what I'm delivering, depending on kind of the weightiness of what what's happening. And, you know, I can still feel a little bit of nervous, but I still really practice. Like I really do. Even part of my preparation to speak or host or preach or, you know, is practice. Like Mm -hmm. I really invest a lot in practicing. And it's true. It does help to just build a measure of confidence to be able to step into that moment and to know like I'm prepared. I'm ready to, you know, engage this. I've done the right kind of homework and research and I've put the time in that has built in the practice part of building confidence to be able to step in and own that moment, you know? And I think that's just not acknowledged enough. It's not acknowledged enough because when you see the end result, mm, so you true. know, you often just go, wow, it's so natural. And like, okay, maybe, maybe not. I, but uh, does it, is that even relevant at the end of the day? Because if you've put the practice in and I think about even learning how to lead meetings, learning how, like I have to think about it ahead of time. I have to come to the meeting prepared. I have to have some things ready and written of the order of how I want to lead that meeting of how, and the meetings I put more practice and preparation into, they go better than Mm -hmm. the ones I try to wing. Like Mm -hmm. if I just Mm -hmm. come into it and just try to wing it, it's going to be way, it's not going to be as effective and it's not going to be as confident. I'm not going to be as confident and it's not going to be as good for anybody Mm -hmm. who's a part of it. So that practicing is really such a good principle for anything and everything. And and I think it's a fallacy to believe that like we should just come by it naturally. Mm. Like that's what confidence is that we should just be able to do it without practice. No, every, in every facet of society and everything that anybody does practice is necessary. It's absolutely necessary if you want to grow. I love that. Like, you know, when we were just even talking about practice, I think of my one daughter who's in track and just even how the confidence, like at first when you're hurdling, you know, it's, it raises, the stakes go higher and higher and higher, the different levels of hurdling, but you don't have any confidence when you start hurdling. And then all of a sudden the technique, the practice, 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 falling, tripping, learning how to fall well is actually a big part as well of learning what to do when your body goes, because you can really if you can fall well right sometimes you don't have time but if you can learning how to fall what to do um all those things but then the confidence comes where you're running and you're not even thinking about what you're doing because you've practiced for so long that you allow that skill to take you but that did not happen that confidence skill was practiced through so much hurdles. And I think it's such a neat analogy because it really is hurdles. Every single jump, every single, you you can't play safe. You've got to throw yourself over. You've got to trust the coaches, trust what you're doing and to go for it. And it's all behind the scenes. All the times when you preach, nobody sees the hours on a Friday or on a Saturday that you're doing practicing just talking through the message. And then I think it it prepared you, Lori, when I even think of this past year, when you stepped in even to cover as a campus pastor preaching every single Sunday, doing all of these things, all those preparation led you to be able to, I mean, you can do that every Sunday, but to really take a campus for a season to say, I don't know how long the season will be, 
but I'm going to just take ownership of all the messages. And you did that, but it was all the years leading up. But that even in itself, every week, people don't see that. So I think that's such a beautiful thing. And I think everyone can relate to that when they see athletes, they see singers, they see musicians, whatever it may be, put the, put it in front. You think that didn't just happen. It was hours of things you never saw that their skill and the practice took them over those big leaps that now they have to just be able to trust that to take them. But it's beautiful. And I think if I was to say back, you know, there's, I think even being a new mom, when you first have your first baby, you know, you bring this baby home from the hospital when you get this newborn, you think, how, how is this baby going to live? Like I have to actually sustain this baby's life and I know nothing about what to do, but now you're at this stage of parenting and yeah, there's different transitions, but you're like, you have confidence in, in like, I've been a parent for so many years. Like I love my kids. We have a relationship. I can bring them through. But when I think about one of the big ones for me as well was when I left full-time ministry to go into business, that was a massive, massive unsafe territory i've been in ministry pretty much my whole life and then i was like i really feel like there's something i want to just take an exploring on went back to school learned all these different things skills i knew nothing about but i remember walking into clients homes and being like i have to pretend like i know what i'm doing (laughs) and this is not even a field i have any experience in And I remember just growing in my confidence, growing in all of that and eventually coming back to recognize, actually, that set me up for a whole new season of ministry that some of those skills and some of those those things that I learned in that season transitioned beautifully into the next season that when I had even the confidence to leave full-time business, to go back into full-time ministry, I had confidence in doing that that I knew that that was where I needed to go. And so I even think it's really beautiful how God uses seasons to build confidence for new steps, but carries everything over. So I think we all can identify with that. We all have experiences in that, but it's beautiful. Love this conversation. That's so good. I have two, I have two questions that I'm thinking about that I'd love for us to explore. One of them is like, why do you think confidence is an important thing? Or why do you think that all, like all of us want to be confident in the things that we're doing. We want to have the action of confidence attached to the things that we're doing in life. Why, why do we, why do we think that's important? And then the other question that I think is, is such an interesting thing when it comes to confidence is how do you know when you start trying at something or you start practicing something, if actually that thing is really not gonna develop like it's not really gonna go maybe where you thought it was gonna go so like how do you navigate that challenge so Mm. I don't know which one you like better or where you want to go first but maybe let's go in what do we do when we start trying at something maybe we have a dream or a desire maybe we want to start a business or we want to take a step out and like learn an instrument or what put anything beside it but we really don't really develop enough to accomplish the fullness of the desire on the other side of that practice. Like what happens then? And how do we know? How do we know when that happens? I think that's a really, it's a really sensitive one. I know. I know it's hard, eh? Yeah. You've got to be able to have input. Because there's a lot of factors (laughs) involved, right? Like let's say for example, like 
let's say for example, like I really did want to, like I desired to be uh, a pastor and a speaker and I really wanted, like I just wanted that, but but I, I could never really develop to such a way to really have a platform to be able to use that skill. Or maybe that skill wasn't affirmed by others in any sort of environment that I was in. Like I just didn't really have opportunity to keep developing that. Like, what do I do with that? How do I interpret that? Like, Mm. cause all of that really does play into kind of this, this, this practice. Like I think about our podcast, for example, right? Like you and I, a number of years ago, I think we're Rhonda, I think we're like five years we've been doing this podcast. And I remember when we first started, we just said, okay, well, let's do this as a way to grow ourselves. We wanted to, this was like way out of our comfort zones. So talk about practicing something. Now we don't come to the podcast to podcast together and think like, ah, like feel nervous about it. We just, we just have a conversation (laughs) and then we put it out into the world. Like, you know, we've done it. And over the years, and, and we never, we never really, at the beginning, at least we never really cared who listened to it. We kind of just did it for us. And if people wanted to listen and found it interesting and found it helpful, great. Like that was a benefit. So, you know, there what we didn't attach very much in it, but what if we wanted to be podcasters and we wanted to like have an income from this? Like we wanted this, to, we wanted to be social media influencers. We wanted to go huge on YouTube. Like this was our sole purpose for doing this. Like at what point our podcast has not become that Rhonda. So I know (laughs) we're not making income from this podcast. (laughs) I am. I have riches with your friendship. That is my, that's my gift. (laughs) Like, so, right. Like, do you you see what I'm saying? So how do you know along the way, how do you navigate that? What do you, what what would you say? It's a really good conversation. I think first off you have to put everything into it. Like if you want it, right. We're start on the try. try. Yeah. Like we're doing this, but we're not like, this is, we're putting everything in to make this happen. Like you really got to invest everything in to push that up the hill. But I think it's, we get into that conversation of embracing limits. It doesn't kind of cross into that because even if you push it, give everything. So put this for example, okay, podcasting. What I went to right away was business. Just say you open up a business, you put all your money into it. You invest everything. You've quit your full-time job. This is it. You're making this happen and your business doesn't flourish. Well, at some point, financially, it's going to force you to have to go back and get a full-time job and you can't be an entrepreneur. Other people go and it just opens and opens and opens. So I think you recognize there is limitations. And if something is not flourishing or opening up with everything, you have to put all in. Like you got to be in for it. Like it's not just tippy-toeing. Like you got to be like, if I want this, I'm going to put everything in. But if the doors don't open at some point, you have to acknowledge maybe there's a there's a limitation here that maybe I'm not meant to go into ministry full time. Maybe I'm not meant to have a private business like it's going to bankrupt me like I, I can't do this. But I think it's easy when it's something tactile like business because it's it's a red line like you could see it black or red. Yes or no. But sometimes in these spaces of dreams or calling or purpose or gift set, it gets really messy because well, I think I'm a good singer, but what if I'm not that great to lead worship? But I think or I'm, someone else doesn't affirm that doesn't someone affirm else it. doesn't doesn't promote yeah. you to the key worship leader. That's exactly. Or I can do it in a small church, a smaller setting, but I want to do it in a big setting. But that's never that may be my limitation. Doesn't mean you can't. It's all of that that you really have to 
walk with people you trust and also read the writing on the wall and be able to embrace that, not see it so personal. That's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Yep. It's really hard. Yep. And then some don't want it, but they go into it and God just keeps opening and opening because it's actually where they're meant to be. And the ones that want it so bad, the Sometimes door, it's not there. It's not there or the door doesn't open or you've got it, but the door doesn't open. You could be a super gifted person, but that door just doesn't seem to open up. Then you almost have to trust that perhaps that would destroy you or wasn't meant. You don't have... God, that's not his plan. And that is a really, that's a journey you have to go in with surrender. It's a really laying down and dying to self, open up saying, God, I, it really is a trust journey there because you can't make something happen. If you've put all the effort in and it doesn't open up, you can't make people put you into something or if you don't have it, you don't have it. Exactly. And sometimes people don't want to hear that. And it's exactly. really hard. American Idol. No one wants to hear you can't sing. Yeah. Or you're not good. That nobody wants to hear no or rejection. Right. But sometimes the most loving thing is someone can say, can I be honest with you? And you got to take it. That's hard. And to be able to say, okay, then yeah. I've got to embrace that. This is what I can do. Because you might, you're not going to be a 10 in every area. No. But you might be a 10 in something that's amazing that maybe not be on a platform. But oh my goodness, one-on-one walking with someone or like, yeah, to so God, many ways. So to many God, things. it's all to, like, he wants you to be what yeah. you are, but it's, I, that's a very sensitive thing. Yeah. Especially yeah. when it gets into that zone, right? Into yeah. that zone. Yeah. Okay. So. Side tangent. So okay. <laughs> um, do you these. think that we should um, put our podcast on YouTube and see if we can? Uh, uh, why are you asking me? Ah! Like, I think we should worry. <laughs> Do you, do you think we should put our YouTube all in? What are your thoughts here, Laura? I love that deflection, it friend. Is, I just answered a question. It's time for you. You deflected I de- totally. I totally deflected. No, you know what? It's funny because like we're sitting here, we're talking about this and like, you know, a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, we talked about dreams and like, I mean, it could be cool, you know, it could be cool to see what, where we could take our podcast. It could be kind of a neat I don't know. Maybe maybe a space of trying and a space of stepping into. I don't know. Maybe a space of confidence and develop. Who knows? We we could. We it's possible. It's, it's possible. possible but but like you said, if we were going to do something like we'd have to go all in. We'd have to kind of make yeah. some changes and try to yeah, yeah and be, up and the be game. okay with it and be it, okay if it doesn't. If it doesn't. Yeah. And that's yeah, what yeah, I think yeah. it is. You have yeah, to get yeah. to the point that you're like, yeah. if this doesn't open, I'm okay with it. So I've maybe, tried. Maybe maybe we need to uh, maybe we need to take a little risk. <laughs> and have a, a social step. presence, a social media we presence. Try. We try. I don't know. <laughs> trying. Build confidence. We're gonna get our Look girls to put us. a plan. We're so funny. We're literally having a, conf- uh, a podcast on confidence, and we're like not having confidence. <laughs> this is real, guys. This is actually but the now real. Now you know life. we have not planned out this con- this. We just go for it. We're just processing as we go. But but again, I'm even like it's it's funny because I'm having this like train of thought as we're having this conversation and we're talking about this, and then I'm thinking about even this podcast, and I'm thinking like, man, has this been a little bit of like, have we done this in a safe way? Have we actually just done this in a safe way and never really even tried to leverage, like? a reach a potential reach that we could have okay we're literally having this conversation live but anyways we do you know are. what i'm saying but this is do a you know good I'm saying? point this is a good like this is yeah. so we'll 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 put a pin on that 
yeah. and revisit that and think a little bit deeper. But we might be having an awakening moment uh, about our awakening moments. Podcast. <laughs> Maybe we're going to open live. ourselves up to f- like live knows? reviews. But like, then we'll have no, to you do our hair. <laughs> we'll have to do our hair before we record. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> we'll put on YouTube a video. Anyways, okay. Maybe that's Side a new note. area of saying yes for our church. Would someone come? Like, <laughs> we have volunteers that love to do hair and makeup. Would <laughs> meet us at church, do our hair and makeup because honestly, guys, if that's what we're doing. Winter, it's toques. I'm coming with baseball yeah, hats. I, I don't know what we're doing what are we here. Kidding? We're just going to come looking like this. We we're are. Gonna, Laura, yeah, we, we're just going to be the best we got. But you know what? I think this is it. I'm laughing because I'm thinking <laughs> you put yourself out there. We're going to get someone right and say, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, totally. We're live reviewing. Reach what your, are your thoughts? Reach no. Reach your limitation. Do reach, this is your limit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll embrace That's it. Limit. You're done. But no, it but, is something I, to think about. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and honestly, I want to pivot what you were saying before your conversation because I, I do, I agree with you about receiving the gift of limits and knowing your limit and and being able to accept that. Like you, you do just have to accept sometimes, even if it's like your wholehearted desire that you want to do something that maybe that's actually not mm-hmm. really where, where the right place to put all of your energy and effort and going on the journey to figure out why do I, why do I feel like this is the, like, uh, why do I have to invest so much time and effort into this thing that really there seems to be no open doors, but really there probably is something else going on in your life that you're overlooking that you're thinking is not special that you're thinking but actually it is your superpower it's where you actually have the strength to be able to be excellent and be bring a major impact but you're not seeing it as maybe special or what you want or whatever so it's kind of going on that journey but the other piece in this that's interesting about this whole idea of practice confidence trying building confidence is the, to embrace failure and what we learn from failure because failure doesn't necessarily mean that you uh, like it's not it's not necessarily the only clue to not pursue that thing mm. it but we have to learn like it, it's a it's again the learning ground of the trying part of the practicing part is failure like you just use the analogy of the hurdles like if your daughter, hit the hurdle and she went around and she knocked three down and she came off and she said well I guess I'm not a hurdler well no that no so like failure we have to learn from failure too Uh, we don't necessarily have the answer for when you hit that limit I think you have to you've got to figure that out like you've got to figure that out for yourself Um, but failure is not necessarily the only clue. What do we learn from failure? How many times have we heard the story? I had three failed businesses before Mm -hmm. this business took off. Mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, I rejected by 12 publishers. And then Mm -hmm. like, I think the story of the Harry Potter books is like insane. Um, how many rejections she had. Mm -hmm. And then like, it's been like the, the biggest selling book series ever or whatever. Right. So like there's, so it's also failure is part of building confidence, but keeping all of that in the right order and check and That's figuring out where it. to like, where to push through and mm-hmm. what to learn from that failure, I think is so, so, so important in part of that answering that question. Yeah. That's it. You hit on something really good. Keeping things in the right order. Because I think when that becomes like my value is if I do this, that then I'm successful or I'm significant or I've made it. But it doesn't happen 
that does not diminish your significance. And even in the trying, that does not disqualify you that it won't happen. So you're right. It is something that only you can kind of figure out. But all of those things are working together. But to keep everything in order and surrendered and open-handed as you move forward to put things out there with all your heart, but to also trust that if it doesn't grow, you've got to be able to walk away from something. Not It's not easy. you got to process that, but you've got to be able to walk away and, run and not see it as like, I am not this. I am not valuable or successful or significant or as compare I myself to somebody failure. else. I'm a failure. I failed at this and I grew through this. I failed at that. But also, I think, Laura, the right order and I think the greatest, one of the, the robbing parts of this journey is a comparison mm. because you don't know how many times someone has failed to where they've achieved but you also don't know how many have failed and recognize that that wasn't their but for like where that's not maybe their gift mix but for you you really really cannot compare yourself you've you can grow and be inspired by others but not compare yourself to others that you really have to find your unique rhythm and your unique journey yourself and how, how far you can take some, someone might've been able to do three or four failed businesses. You may not. You totally. Might, you might have you one chance, one shot. Yeah. And you don't got the equity because yes. some, you put everything at risk. Like you may not have right. that ability to go to three or four. You may not have even the emotional stamina to go to 12 fail, 12 rejections before you're approved. You've really got to not compare yourself and really kind of walk that line. So we just encourage you with it. Don't compare yourself. Walk it out, but be all in. But know your limits. But know your limits yeah. and hold everything in the right order. Yeah, yeah. That is so, so good. I know another pivot in this conversation, which is so interesting, and I know this is a story you've told a few times, but you know, the your your going from ministry to business back to ministry, you know, wasn't as a result of a failure. That's right. You had great success in business. Great success. Right. And so even like that, that adds a layer of complication because it's not even only about whether you're failing at it or not. It could be great success, but that's leading you not where you're supposed mm -hmm. to be. And so to have the sensitivity to God mm -hmm. and the surrender to be able to lay that down, even lay down success before God and say, God, is this where you have me. Is this where I'm supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you actually have to lay down something extremely successful to step into really where you're supposed to be, which you experienced that firsthand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You had incredible success, but God said, what did God say to you? Yeah. It's like, right? yeah. Would you rather be, be a failure to me or a failure to man? Like, will you obey? Like it was a clear line. Like that's great. That, and you're but like, that's oh, a gain the whole world. Sure. Okay. But that's a crazy, <clears throat> crazy, even like idea mixed into this whole conversation right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that that is yeah just a really about leading a life of surrender yeah because you know at the end of the day when we take our last breath when you go to we do celebrations of life we're not talking about bank accounts we're not talking about cars the houses and even the wealthiest of wealth what happens like well wealthy people or even when you have money you downsize you downsize and at the end of, i feel like when you go to the senior homes it's like they're all the same. They're all the same. They're all the rooms one. are the same size. All the rooms are the same. You know, you really, but with God, it's about obedience to God and our lives all look different. Once again, not comparing our lives all look different, but about living all of those things moving together. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So the last question. So why do you think confidence is important? 
why do you think it's important? Why do you think we all want it? Why do we want, like, what is so important about walking in confidence, living out in confidence, living out our purposes in confidence? I think because God has made us to do that. I think it's a reflection of God. Like be caught, be strong in the Lord and his might. He want, he wants us to exemplify strength, not out of our own resource, out of his, it's a reflection of his attribute. So be confident in the Lord. Being confident in him is a reflection of his attribute that I'm confident and I'm moving out because I know who is with me. Is it in my own strength? Is it in my own ability? It's actually God's working power through me that I'm reflecting an attribute of God. God doesn't want us to walk around insecure and fearful. We may feel those things and there may be those seasons that we're walking in, but that is actually to lead us to a place of great confidence in God and a confidence that we actually reflect of his attribute. So yes, I believe God wants us to be confident because we have him. And he shines through that. So that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, God ultimately is confident. He's confident in his word. He's confident in what he's done. He's confident in what he's doing. He's confident in what he will do. He's confident in his character, in his attributes. And it's what makes him countable Mm. because we can be confident that he will be faithful. We can be confident that he is who he says he is. And I think that works the same way with us. Mm -hmm. I think that when we have confidence in what we're called to do or what we're doing, it gives other people confidence in us and in Mm -hmm. what we're doing. They Mm -hmm. can count on that. They can rely on that. Like, you know, the Europe trip's a great example. Like if I'm confident about where we're going, everybody can have confidence that we're going to get to where we're going. Mm. Like, and so it's a really important, attractive quality that helps other people to feel secure. And and I think it also is contagious. Mm. I think if, if I can be confident and have confidence and find confidence in what I'm doing, then other people, it actually gives other people permission to feel confident and to be confident in their role and their part to play in the overall story. So good. So I think it's a really, I do think it's a really important thing, but it, in saying that, I, I think that false confidence is also so, so bad. It doesn't actually work. We can't pretend that we're confident. We can't like, it's, it's, you can, you can smell, you can sniff that out. Like you can tell if somebody is saying all the words that make them sound like they're being confident, but actually leading out of insecurity, leading out of fear. Like you can tell if somebody's pretending, trying just to project a sense of confidence. And, and I actually think it's better to acknowledge insecurity and be honest about it than it is to pretend Mm. that you're more confident than you are and potentially like lead others into what would be an insecure space because i think fake confidence actually comes across like arrogance Mm. i don't think it's rooted in a true and so so yeah so as we're practicing again if confidence is practicing as we're practicing to be confident in in all the various 
opportunities that we have being a mom being a dad leading a home you know buying a house like whatever the like whatever the things are that we have before us as we're practicing confidence I think it's so so good and healthy to actually practice it but also acknowledge where we're feeling insecure and not fake it don't Mm -hmm. fake it Mm -hmm. I I think that's gross I actually think and I don't think it works I actually don't think don't fake it till you make it no no I don't think I don't think you can fake I think you can say you know what I'm actually feeling I'm I'm actually feeling a little afraid about this decision like I'm having some doubt about what I'm supposed to do I think that's actually part of the practice Mm. I think that's part of the practice to get to the side of confidence and you can't Mm -hmm. like you can't like literally anchor into that spot and just like dig your heels in and just stay there you have but part of the practice I'm going to acknowledge I have this fear. I'm going to acknowledge I feel really insecure. I've got this opportunity to, you know, lead this team or step into this opportunity and I'm feeling really insecure about it. Would you pray for me? Would you, would you, can you, can I process some of this with you? And then begin to practice that confidence, practice what it is that you're going to be doing. Be prepared, go into it with preparation, do your homework. All of those things are going to help you genuinely have confidence and not just like, fake it not mm. just pretend like you know you've got it all together and it's no I'm actually I'm, I'm ready I'm ready mm. for this I'm prepared for this I've practiced this Laura honestly I don't even know how to conclude from that that is actually <laughs> I hope everyone who's listening pull over the car and take some notes on that <laughs> those were some great coaching tips and a great just just an over a, a high view of what confidence is and even articulating some of those little nuances of yeah. what yeah. you know self-confidence is or faking it or being able to acknowledge it. I think you just unpack that so brilliantly and so we want you to know that God has significantly made you. And we've said that before, and we want to continue telling you, you are uniquely created by God, and you are a unique part of the body of Christ. And we need you to be fully confident of how God has made you and to embrace the journey of how you're discovering that. I think this is a bit of our conversation here is the discovery journey is what's sometimes hard. Yeah. But be on, be all in for the discovery of it. Hold it lightly. And may you know that God wants you to be confident in how he's created you because we need you to be confident as God's created you because we work together. I can't be you, Lori. You can't be me. Right. You can't, all of you listening, we can't be one another. We need to be firmly who God's created us to be because we need one another. And I love that you said confidence is contagious. Yeah. And so let's inspire those around us as we just rise and acknowledge where we are confident that we actually help others around us to feel confident and to be able to walk out in their confidence because it is a reflection of the goodness and the grace and the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And he gets all the glory. That's why we are able to work in in this kingdom from a totally great king bigger kingdom that's what god has for us so be confident in him yeah that's so good and i love that you know when you have faith in god what is so beautiful about about this journey is you don't have to have all the confidence in yourself you Mm. can actually take that confidence you can actually take those doubts you can take those insecurities you can take you know the the failures all the limitations and you can actually give them over to god and put your trust and put your faith in one who will never fail. You don't actually have to do it all yourself. I love that. I actually just love that so much. And that for me, you know, as a person who is, you know, a go-getter, kind of overachiever, like go, like runs hard. I love that 
I can be reminded that I don't have to do this all myself. All that weight's not on my shoulders. I don't have to show up and just have it all, but I can actually every single day anchor myself into who God says he is. I get, he gives me that as an inheritance. He gives me that as a gift. So I can anchor into that and then I can step in with confidence knowing that he will be faithful. And I just love that. I feel like that takes all the pressure off me. And I think that is such a gift. So would you receive that fresh gift today? That exhortation that Rhonda just spoke into your spirit, receive the gift of placing your confidence in God who is absolutely faithful and you can rely on him and you can trust him and he will be faithful. We love you. Have a great day.